0: Hi, I'm Sissy Graham Lynch. Welcome to Fearless, helping you have a fearless faith in a compromising culture. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless. I'm Sissy Graham Lynch, and we are in the middle of the busiest time of year. And for so many of us, we're pulled in all different directions, and we don't know how we're going to get that never-ending to-do list done. But I want to take time right now for a few minutes to help you focus on who God is and to remind you that with all the craziness of the world, God does not change. You know, and today as I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually in the office at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, which is rare because most of you know that I live in Florida, so I have to travel back and forth for work. I record a lot at home. But today I'm in the studio on our campus here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And for those who have never been We're right off the Billy Graham Parkway, just a couple of miles away from the International Airport, and you would have no idea we're right here in the middle of the city. It is such a beautiful property, and when I pull onto this property every morning when I'm here, I'm humbled that I get to come work at my grandfather's organization and how God has blessed us beyond measure, especially this year. It's been a difficult year for so many people, and I'm so thankful that God has allowed this ministry to continue to work, continue to reach people many ways with the gospel. And when I look back at what this ministry has done this past year, we have rapid response chaplains. These chaplains go to moments noticed wherever there's a crisis, whether that's a shooting, whether that's a natural disaster. These chaplains go with the purest of love to show the love of Jesus to those who are hurting, just to listen, to pray, to encourage those in those moments. We have internet evangelism. We have a 24-hour prayer line that if anybody's hurting or has questions about God, or if they're lonely, they can call this prayer line anytime just for somebody to listen to pray with. But one of my favorite things is Decision Magazine. Now, I'm not just saying this. They did not ask me to put this in the podcast. Decision Magazine, you look at some of these Christian magazines that have become very woke in the last couple years, Decision Magazine has stayed the course. They are talking about current events that we as Christians should be aware of. They make it simple so we can understand what's happening in our culture here and around the world, but also gives us devotions for my Aunt Anne. Sometimes you get Skip Isaac, Greg Laurie. My dad has articles in Decision Magazine, and yes, even me every once in a while has an article in Decision, but I use it as a study guide. It sharpens me. It makes me know what I believe and why I believe it. Sometimes I get my content from Fearless from Decision. So I just wanted to encourage you to check it out. And for more things that the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is doing, check out billygraham.org. Well, it is hard to believe we are coming to the end of 2021 and the busyness of the Christmas season is here. And it's that time of year that we overcommit ourselves to a never-ending to-do list, And I'm a mom with two little ones in school, and we often think about how are we going to get it all done? Everything from the shopping to the wrapping to the parties to the extra school events. And it's just so quickly the joy of the season can be robbed from us. So with everything grabbing out of our attention, I wanted this to be that last episode for a couple weeks, and we'll be back at the beginning of the new year. But as we look back at this past year, you know, for some of us, This has been a great year. Maybe this was a year of new life. Maybe this was a year of new opportunities, new jobs. For some people, this might have been just a mediocre year, nothing great, nothing grand. For others, this could have been a very difficult year. Maybe it's been a year of loss, um, a loss of a family member or a loved one, broken relationships maybe. Maybe there's been financial or health issues you've had to battle. So it could be a difficult year. But also, I think for many, we look at this year And how much our culture has changed, how much maybe our country here in America has changed. And I think I look at so many of my friends and young parents who might fear and fear the future of what it would look like for our children and for this next generation. So I just want to encourage you, we are going to look at God's Word and this Christmas season. But before that, I wanted to give a little recap of kind of maybe my year. I know in the last few episodes of Fearless, um, I've done a lot of interviews this season, and you haven't heard from me a lot. And I know many people on social media, and especially Instagram, have sent me a lot of questions because they remember back in the summer I posted pictures that our family moved. We moved from our big farmhouse in Florida, and (laughs) I posted this video. It was kind of a long story, but we had to abruptly leave um, kind of with a two-hour's notice. We were supposed to leave, I think it was on a Wednesday, and we abruptly had to leave on a Monday. And it's a long story of why. But I posted this video being pretty dramatic of my children leaving their home for the last time. They're crying, they're bawling. And I posted that, but then kind of left it open-ended where I didn't tell you where we were going. And the reason we sold our home uh, just personally, we had bought this home as an investment many years ago. And with the market the way it is, especially in Florida, we decided to go ahead and sell it. And people were like, well, why will you sell when you don't have a place to go? Well, my husband and I did have a place to go. We owned at an Airbnb um, in town, so we moved into that. But here's the catch. Our home that we are living in now is 900 square feet, which is quite cozy. We are all—that um, would be a nice way of putting it— And so we as a family, with my two kids, a dog, we went from a farmhouse to 900 square feet inside the town with no big yard. So it's been a big adjustment for my family. But to be honest, it's been kind of fun. It's been hard. We've had some adjustments as a family, lots of communication and talking things through. But it's been nice to kind of minimize our life and live simply for now. And everybody's like, what's next? What's next? To be honest, I don't know. And that's kind of been a difficult thing for me this year in this chapter of life when we're in. We've been praying, and the Lord has seemed to be kind of silent and guiding my husband and I, and we are just putting it before the foot of the cross. So for this year, for me, there's been some changes. And also, when I look back at this past year of what we faced in the beginning of the year after a pretty hostile election, and then the events that happened on January 6th, and I looked at this nation as it continued to be divided, continued to be hurt and confused. And I looked at all the ugliness on social media, even just from conservatives, um, even from Christians, the divisiveness inside the church. I, the Lord really kind of just silenced my heart for a little bit to be still and to think, to see there's so many voices out there. Are you using your voice to draw people to me? We can have opinions about so many other things in life. We can have opinions about politics. And if you're not new to Fearless, you know I love talking about all those issues because they are so important for Christians to be involved. But I also saw Christians and conservatives doing it the wrong way this year. So I've been just kind of more silent on social media. I've posted a lot of pictures, but people haven't heard from me a lot because the Lord has just been telling me to be still before Him. So that's a little bit of a recap of my year. It's been not a bad year, but just a strange year. Lots of changes. i uh, faced some, you know, just minor health issues, nothing major. And we went off to Alaska. We served with Operation Heal Our Patriots. My husband and I and the kids, we faced COVID. We had a pretty, um, I wouldn't say severe because we didn't have to go to the hospital, but my husband did have a fever of 103 for 13 days. And I was uh, pretty sick for about eight days. And it just took us a while. It took us a while to get our strength back and our energy back. And then the process moved into 900 square feet as a family. So it's making good stories to tell people. I want to thank everybody that's listened to Fearless this past year. I'm so grateful. It um, Many of you have sent encouraging messages through Instagram, through email, everything. I am so grateful because most of it has been greatly needed encouragement to me and i'm thankful for you following along and um i continue to pray as we move into this next year that fearless will be an encouragement to you in your faith standing in a culture that's forever shifting but as we look at the close of this year and i think many people are anticipating just the joy and the goodness and all the happiness of the christmas season because when we look back this year's probably been still difficult as we're f- continuing to face the pandemic and after 2020, so it's been two years for a difficult season for so many people that I think we're just craving that distraction of the holidays. I know in my town in Fort Myers, Florida, back in early November, you could go and people were already sold out of Christmas decorations. So people were anticipating the season. But I would um, take a wild guess that most of us have had these conversations over the last 20 months of how much our world has changed how much our culture has changed. It is shocking just to look how rapidly it has all changed. Our country has seemed to continue to be in chaos. It's continued to be divided. And inside the church, we continue to see divisiveness within the church. With all these changes that continue to happen, and if all of that has happened in the last 20 months, we probably can't even imagine what will happen in the next 20 months. It could continue to change. It can continue to get harder. But what does that mean for us as Christians when we look into the future that is now so uncertain? And though the world is just constantly shifting, we can rest in assurance that God doesn't change. And y'all, you know that, that God doesn't change, and the nature of God remains the same, even with all the changes we're facing. And I was reminded the other day when I was driving in the car and I was listening to my grandfather on the Billy Graham channel on XM. And he was reminding me that the nature of God does not change. And that has just stuck with me because what is the nature of God? That no matter what we face, no matter what the world does as it's constantly shifting, God does not change, He remains the same, and the nature of God remains the same. And in the midst of all these changes, there are certain things that have not changed. The laws of nature, gravity, has not changed. They're the fixed facts of the universe, have not changed. Certain things have always been the same. And the Bible teaches that God has not changed. I am the Lord God, I change not. Malachi 3.6 says. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of a man that he should change, Numbers 23 says. There is no bearableness, neither shadow of turning with God, James says. But then my grandfather also said that God is unchanging in His holiness. And we know in Revelation 4 eight it says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And to me at Christmas, that is such a comforting promise when we've seen so much change in our world. But as Christians, we can rest assured that we have a constant anchor just in the sovereignty of who God is and in His holiness. And I think in the difficult moments that we're facing, as you look back at your past year, if this has been a difficult year for you, whether it's through finances, through your health, family, and relationships, that we can cling to the Word of God. And I want to encourage you, as we always hear on Fearless, to know what you believe and why you believe it. Because I think when you know the Word of God, it will comfort you, and it will carry you through life's darkest moments, because you'll hear the Holy Spirit whisper those comforting words to you when you're holding the hand of your loved one who is lying on their deathbed. Or you'll hear the voice of God comforting you as a mother when you have a prodigal child. You will never regret spending more time in God's Word and hiding it in your heart. I was just having that conversation with my little girl of why we memorize God's Word. I was telling her that I didn't grow up going to a Christian school, so I didn't grow up with all the memory verses that she has every week. And so for me, as I got older, that was a difficult thing that I didn't have God's Word hidden in my heart. And that was a part of the beginning of Fearless, because God started moving into my life, No, for you to stand strong, you're going to have to know my Word better. And that has been my encouragement to you. Because I didn't know God's Word. I want you to. And we'll never regret that and cling to His Word. Because in Isaiah, it says, Though the grass may wither, and the flowers may fall, and everything else may fade away, the Word of God will continue to endure forever. And the reality that we are facing um, is, like I said earlier in the episode, we might never go back to the normal we once knew. And for some people, that can be very scary. That can be incredibly uh, discomforting. And for others who are just fully reliant on our Heavenly Father, this could maybe be an encouragement to us that things aren't going to the same because we know His love remains steadfast. We know that God is steadfast through all these trials that we are facing. He does not waver and He is not surprised. One of my favorite quotes is from Corey Timboom, Boom who wrote The Hiding Place about living in a Nazi-occupied Holland. Uh, Corey and her family um, They got caught hiding Jews, and her family was taken to a concentration camp. And her quote was, There is no panic in heaven. God has no problems, only plans. And to me, that's always an encouragement, especially with the last 20 months that we have faced as a country and as a world and the things that are happening so fast that we can barely keep up, that none of this has taken God by surprise. He is not panicked. He has no problems. He only has plans. And as I said, my little girl memorizes Scripture every week at school. And she just came home for the Christmas program. She's had to memorize almost 12 verses from the book of Luke. And I couldn't believe it. And I was just so thankful for her hiding that Scripture in her heart. And she memorized it without even us practicing it. She already had it memorized when she came home. But it just reminded me of last year. One of her memory verses was Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And see, she memorized that verse last year, but as we were doing Advent as a family this year, trying to be really intentional with our personal time and trying to soak in those moments at night to remind our children what the true meaning of Christmas was— this verse popped up um, in our Advent reading, and she just lit up because she already knew the verse. So as a family, we continue to go through the verse, and it says, he's a wonderful, he's counselor, he's a mighty God. And I asked my son, what does it mean that he's mighty God? You know, and he gives his little answer. But I, I challenged him with Matthew 19, it says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man, these things are impossible, but with God— all things are possible, that He's a mighty God, that with anything with God, it's possible. And we continue to go through this verse because I wanted my children to know who is Jesus as we're studying Him this Christmas season. And I want to encourage you with your family in these next couple of weeks, not just to read the verses that we know that we're supposed to read at Christmas— But to maybe dig deep, we've said here on Fearless before, the best Bible commentary is the Bible itself, to open up other scriptures, to define and to look at the names of Jesus and who He is, and to teach that to your family. Because the names of Jesus, they're an encouragement to us, because when we are faced with the trials, when we face those dark seasons of life, we can hold on to the unwavering characteristics of who God is and who His Son is. God does not change, and His nature does not change. That is to be our anchor in the storm, to know who He is. And what a comfort it is that we can praise and celebrate who God and who Jesus is during this Christmas season, that nothing will change the nature of God, and nothing will change His love for us. Once again, thank you for joining me on another episode of Fearless. I know we are all pulled in so many different directions. I'm a mom with two young kids, and right now I'm constantly checking off my to-do list during this Christmas season. But I saw this Bible verse written on a colleague's desk yesterday. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, "'So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal.'" And right now we are worried about finding the right gift. We are worried about that supply chain issue and maybe the shipping, it's not gonna get to us in time. And those things we do not need to worry about this Christmas season. I wanna encourage you to fix your eyes on what is not seen. Don't fix them on the temporary things of this world. Thank you for joining me this season on Fearless. I wanna encourage you to go to my website, sissygramlynch.com. If you wanna get caught up on any other episodes that you might've missed, Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, helping you have a fearless faith in a compromising culture.